0: And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamakowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network
1: listening to For the Pops on the AI Pop Network, and really you're listening to the Brad Pitt and the George Clooney of podcasting, uh, the Ocean's Eleven to the movie uh, industry.
2: Like For the Opa.
1: Pops is just that. And if this is the first time you're listening to us, pretty much it's just a couple dads that are trying to get a grip on this world, trying to be hip, trendy, and everything in between. We talk sports, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, and we always have a third rotating guest, So I'm Scotty Slade, newly found dad. I've got the wily vet, Jamie J. Makowski, the uh, vet in the business. And this week, we're bringing him back. By popular demand. By popular demand. My Twitter feed's been blowing up. Facebook's been pouring out. Liam Stryker has returned for another
0: episode of For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network. Uh, Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm not a dad. But I was confused, for one, at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy the other day. Really? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, a fan of the New Age Insiders podcast, uh, one of the staples of the NAI neighborhood, uh, Callie, uh, she really, really wants to train at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Yep. Uh, She's a younger girl. She's younger than me, at least by a lot. (laughs) How old are you? I'm 28. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, not a lot. Not, okay. Yeah. The way you made yeah. that, sound, that sounded far weirder. I was waiting to hear, Why like... Why was she in your car? And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I only said 40 line. years old. So she, <laughs>
0: yeah, so she doesn't, uh, she doesn't drive, and her mom didn't want to bring her up, so right. I, she missed the fantasy camp. Yep. And so I told her that I wanted to speak with Fury anyway, so... I if you want to go, this is when I'm going, and and you can talk to him then. And so Quinn, a uh, local New England referee, yeah. confused me with her father. Oh my! And uh, so I mean, that's that's my dadism. See,
1: we've got all kinds of dads, shapes, sizes, hair types on this show. So th- Jamie, uh, one thing that we've always danced around, we've brought it up a couple times in past episodes. Which if
2: people want to listen to past episodes, they would just go to forthepops.com or we can also go to newageinsiders.com and click on the nai pop yes. link correct
0: yeah that is correct
2: so those are two ways you can listen you can find us for the pops.com or go to newageinsiders.com and click on the nai pop link so the
1: the reason why I want to bring this up is uh Liam Striker here runs a corresponding uh podcast called Late Night with Liam yes yes and uh, uh, and, uh, uh I've been on that, been several times. Been on that twice yeah. twice now <laughs> yeah at, w- mm-hmm. at one time I was uh It was humored that I would go on that show. Because uh, Liam here is, to my knowledge, a a fan of the comic book industry. Yes. You, Jamie, are a fan of the comic book industry. And myself, am a huge fan of the comic book industry. So what I was hoping to come across today is that we'd kind of like, not nerd out, but kind of, you know... Why why do we get into comic books? What kind of comic books do we like? Even kind of talk about the different forms of comic books. And then in our second segment, we can even talk about our top three favorite storyline arcs. And, you know, people have been asking me, how come Jamie does all of the quizzes? Because I'm good at them. And and then our Valentine's Day episode uh, aired, and they said, See, when Jamie goes into these quizzes, the true colors come out. And so... This week, Jamie. Yes. I wrote the For the Pops pop quiz. I don't like it. Comic edition. i don't like, no. And, yeah. And, but, but I had a
2: pop quiz ready to go. I know you did. Because you so, do so well on them. Oh, I love how all of our pop quiz, we go to the list question. I was just. I am three, three in three a row. row. I could shave about 12 minutes off the podcast. No, no, no. no. And, I am three right. straight.
1: But this one, I did definitely revolve around comics. More importantly, DC comics, because I wanted to help you out. Oh, wow. See? All right, thank, so I appreciate it. I'm trying to it. throw you a bone. Thank you. But so I guess to start off...
2: Would, uh, start. Are we going to talk about your big match at Chaotic Wrestling that took, pay, took place oh. just under two weeks ago? So
1: so just if you're listening for the first time, the the way that it was is my music hit and the place started to like violently shake. Yep. The oh. eruption
0: hit. The only other time I've ever seen that happen yeah. was when Stone Cold Steve Austin came at WrestleMania 33. Mm-hmm. Is that the one in Dallas? Was in 32. The yeah. yeah, in, in Dallas. Dallas. And yeah. oddly enough, that's what happened.
1: The roof came off yep. and Liam was outside... Yep. throwing me beers, I was. and I was smashing
2: them together That's like Stone awesome. Cold Steve Austin. So if you, if you didn't get to see that live, go to uh, Chaotic Wrestling On Demand. And you won't be able to and find da- that anywhere. And da- and you don't know that. We, we don't and know. Download, and th- download this it. This is why I hate pre-recording. What are you talking <laughs> about? I'm trying to talk you <laughs> up.
0: Yeah, and, no. And no, you missed it. Yeah, it you was missed awesome. It. Yeah. It was awesome. And you'll never see it and again. you'll never see it. I You'll wasn't there. I was
2: traveling this year at Cold Fear. The there was time, an EMP
0: that went
1: off. All electronic devices shut down, and it was. And I was just. I'm heartbroken. Beer there, guzzling, beer swinging. Oh hell yeah! There are
2: there are a few moments in chaotic wrestling history that I was unfortunate enough to miss. Uh, I wasn't there at Sasha Banks's last chaotic wrestling show. I was traveling, and I'm. This might be moment number two that I missed. Yeah, yeah was I didn't epic. get to see this. There was historic an historic moment. I yeah, heard about. There was actually, it was actually a chant a, for yeah.
1: JJ. And just like the God entrance, we played your music. We did a spotlight. You came to the ring, and I
2: well, I'm, I'm I had a five minute hoping, match against you. You went over. I'm actually hoping that a, at a Cold Fury 18, okay. that I'm going to get inducted into the Chaotic Wrestling Hall of Fame. Is that still a thing? It, it is, no, and I okay. think what we should do is who's in
0: the Chaotic Wrestling Hall of Fame? Uh,
2: uh, Rich Paladino, Gino Martino, Gino Martino, okay, Arch Kincaid, Duke Dalton, Mike Hollow. Killer Kowalski. Um, you got me now. Um, Louis Ortiz. And then kind of the Psycho, and then kind of the Logans where they were named, but then they turned it down, so I don't think they're actually in it. I think that's everybody. Yeah, they tried to get to I may have missed one, one person in worked there. Worked an angle. Um, but I'm trying to, I, I'm hoping, I'm going to start my campaign now one year out. Okay. To get inducted into the Chaotic Wrestling Hall of Fame at Cold Fury 18 okay. next year. I think that'd be amazing.
0: Uh, Vince won't go until he dies, so that shows you where Jamie's head's at.
2: Have you seen my eating habits lately? I mean, yeah. remember we had to well, postpone because you are back. That's not true. Because last...
1: anytime you go on trips, you come back like looking like a human being. What do I look like now? Well, no, a little rough. A I little know, a little rough. But like, yeah. but when you go to Hawaii, like you come back and like uh, that's why everybody asks you if like you're working out. Like you just look fuller. You just yeah, yeah. well, because
0: he like hangs out with the cosmic rays. Bro. Yeah, but, but he's eating right. I and it's eat just... right.
2: I actually it... do this thing called exercise, which is this new thing I've heard about. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When, he, when he's um, not if there, you he's ever want just to,
0: just speaking of exercise, if you ever want to watch. My co-host on the uh, New Age Insiders, Jay, crack up in a hysterical laughing fit. Yep. Put on the 1986 jazzercise uh, like World Olympics.
2: I didn't know there was a jazzercise oh, we're World gonna have Olympics. To look this You're going to
0: have to look this up. It's the Crystal Light Crystal Light
2: Aerobics Championship. It's amazing. Right,
0: we'll, so check, we'll have to check, check that,
2: that out. out. So now, everybody, now you have a couple things. You want to go to Chaotic Wrestling On Demand to see yeah. Scotty well, I, I I Slade at Cold Fury. And then Google put it on t- Jazzercise. Google Jazzercise. Because Liam Stryker yeah. is completely infatuated.
0: Crystal Light Aerobics crystal light National aerobic. Championship aerobic. with TV's Island Thick.
2: And what I want to do is, and again, Liam, I'm appealing to you as, the, as one of the big bosses of the NAI Network. Oh, very fun. Um, I, I really, w- we have to coordinate this. We've yeah. got to do like some kind of a, a joint for the Pops. Yeah. And, um, and New Age Insiders show. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know what we should do? Actually, I think I mentioned this to you in passing, Slade. Maybe what we should do is like for like, like one of the secondary pay-per-views. Okay. Like we should do like a pre- and post-game somewhere and I'll watch it together because I sure. know you guys do that, but maybe Slade and I could come down sure. or we could come up or we could meet somewhere. Yeah, but we start sober and then we just see... Oh, I'm going to be Blotto. I'm, I'm hiring a driver. Blotto, that hiring a Who driver. Who says
1: you should add that to the for the pops? Because I wouldn't know what Blotto meant. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> you wouldn't know what
0: Blotto means. I do. I, blotto. I do. Blotto. Blotto. Yeah, my dad says that. Okay. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, but I was also going to say we should do that for Infinity War. Oh, part that'd one. Be good. Part all right. one. So we'll all go see Infinity War together, and we'll do a we'll do a review. And this is why he gets paid the big bucks because he helps yeah. segue
1: perfectly into the comic industry. Pew. I keep the ship moving. So Liam, if you the don't Roman mind, Roman.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Roman race of <laughs> yeah, of the, <laughs> of the whole
1: operation. Um, but yeah, if you don't mind, like is there like background in comic books? Like how long you been reading them? Like favorite
0: character? What what's going on here? Uh so We'll start with how I got into him. Uh, I was always a big fan of Batman the animated series. Uh, subsequently, Superman the animated series. Uh, I grew up watching those, and that kind of parlayed my love for all things like superhero into that. Um, Cartoon Network, when it first kind of came out, they it was a lot of like retro c- cartoons and stuff. So I was a big fan of the Super Friends, and I really liked that. And then when I got older, I used to go with a buddy of mine. To Harvard Square and go to the Newberry Comics there. And there were a couple of like other comic book shops uh that were all there and we used to wander around and then finally we ended up getting the larger, like full sets. Cause my biggest confusion with jumping into comic books was I always felt like whenever I just bought a random comic book that was at like stop and shop, or something like that, <laughs> which I find out now is probably the worst place to buy a yeah. comic book. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just be jumping into the middle of a storyline, and I wouldn't have any idea where to go. So then um, bought you know larger full volumes of stuff that were complete arcs, and really found out how much, how much enjoyment I could get out of actual comic books. Then finally went to a place in Watertown, called the comic stop. It's still there. And uh, basically, I just talked with the shop owner. It's like, the it's the one guy that works there. And I was like, look, here's the deal. Like, I want to get into this. I don't know where to get into. And then he basically took me around the very small store and was just like, look, here's the deal. If you want to start in, start here, 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 and here. And he asked me who some people that I liked were and, you know, gave me books based on that. And then... It all kind of rolled from there.
1: Now, do you uh, do you have, like, uh, the short, long boxes at your your place, or were you more of a graphic novels guy?
0: Um, I had the short, long boxes, and I didn't actually have the long boxes. I ended up just having, like, cardboard boxes. That <laughs> I, like, I, didn't, <laughs> I did not treat my comics well. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. So you didn't
1: bag and board. I didn't bag you and board, no. You piece of garbage. Yeah. My chest hurts just thinking about it. Yeah. And what about you, Jamie?
2: Think back; it was, that's it, was, why, it was and that's why I wanted this background it because was innocent time. <laughs> it was the, the mid seventies, silv- the Silver oh Age. God. It was it was it was literally the Silver Age. No, I'm I'm older than all of you combined, and uh, I first got into comics. The way I actually got into comics was back when I was a kid on Channel fifty six here in there, Boston. You know, nickel to see a movie theater, yeah, the and, Nickelodeon, uh,
1: <laughs> and burgers
0: only cost a dime.
2: I hate you all. I really do.
0: Hey, um, I just want to know. Yeah, um, was it fun down at the Soda Hop? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hate you all. Anyway, so uh, yes, on Channel fifty six, uh, the old ni- the old sixties Batman TV show used to be on.
0: I love Adam West,
2: and so my father and I used to watch it, and that's how I became a Batman fan. So he bought you shark repellent. Well, exactly, bat bat shark repellent. But uh, I used to watch that, and that's how I kind of became a Batman fan. And then, like I remember when I was younger, they used to have like um, big, like oversized. I think I forget what they were called. They were like tabloid size comics. They were collections, but they were they were huge. They were like eleven by seventeen, if not a little bit wider, actually. And they were like collections, and uh,
1: yeah, right. Yeah. Like
2: it was like Bat. Uh, excuse me, uh, Superman versus Spider-Man was one, and then they had a, a Batman one, and they okay. different. And like Superman, I can I can picture them in my head. And I remember kind of getting those when I was a kid. And then, so I was kind of a fan of superheroes, I like superheroes and, uh, you know, to- uh, like all the toys. I used to have the uh, Spider-Man Captain America. There was this uh, car racing game where, like, you'd pull on this lever and the cars would shoot. I had the old mag- magnetic Batman and Robin. Okay. Where you had the string that you'd pull and they would shoot up the bat ropes and they had magnets on their hands. I had all the action figures. Okay. Now, flash forward to mid-80s. So now I'm, I'm probably, I don't know if I was a teen yet, probably like around fourth grade. And my, uh, my grandmother was in the hospital, so we went to visit her, and what do you do to kill time in the hospital? Right. You ahead. give the kid comic books. We went to the gift shop, and they had some comic books in there, and I read some comic books, and, like, two of them were to be continued. So then there was a little store in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. It was, like, literally, it was a five and dime. Okay. Cue all your old timey old timey voices again.
0: Uh, so so Jamie, I just have a question. Yes. Because uh, um, I
2: have no idea what a five
0: and dime is. Uh, that's way too uh, beyond my time. What is a five and dime?
2: A five and dime. It was like a, a small like picture, like a mini department store. But it was like it had like a lot of like little things in it, like yeah. like a little trinkets for your kadasi <laughs> drawer. Yeah. Now <laughs> um,
0: now just a follow up question to that. Um, was did you go to this place before or after you watched
2: Howdy Doody? Do you know that at the South Shore Plaza, when I was a kid near my house, I once uh, uh, I once danced with Clarabelle the clown from Howdy Doody. I was onstage. dragging my aluminum horse, it was yeah. making a bunch of whistle noises. <laughs> so yeah. I danced with Clarabel the clown at the South Shore. Did you have, did you have a sarsaparilla? I used to, <laughs> my, my grandmother used to buy sarsaparilla all the time.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm just what trying else? to connect. I'm just trying to connect. So I told my grandmother, "Give me that tab. I need to <laughs> yeah. drink it." Yeah.
2: Anyway, Wait,
0: was this like was this regular Coca-Cola era? Was this new Coke era or oh, did God. we go back to classic? New Coke
2: came out when I was in like high school. Oh, See, I didn't yeah, It's
0: see. just that before time. I've only had classic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the TV's going to get color. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I had a black and white TV in my room when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> I had an television, a Nintendo. What? a Nintendo vision? No. No? Intellivision. In- I have no idea what that is. You've <laughs> never heard of Intellivision. What are those words? It was a, comp- <laughs> it was a competing
2: game system to an Atari 2600. Uh, what's...
0: I've... No, okay. Yes.
2: Seriously. Wait, you, you've you, never heard of Intellivision? No, I've never actually... No, I have. No, I haven't. Anyway, I had one. After that, I started playing T. That was on Atari, yeah. And then <laughs> I did have E.T. That game was terrible. Yeah. It, like it, bankrupted Atari. It yes. crushed yeah. the video game yeah. industry. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, then I started collecting comics. I used to, uh, first place I ever got, like, at a store where I got a subscription was Chris's Comics in Salem, New Hampshire. Okay. And I started collecting up there. And I used to go in, like, every two weeks to pick up my comics. You know, they, I would have my pull list, and they would put them aside, and you'd go pick up your comics. Then I went to college, and I kept collecting in college, and I came back, and that's when I started going to... Um, my good friend Steve down in Waltham, who owns The Outer Limits.
0: I know The Outer Limits very well.
2: I love that comic book store. It's awesome. If you're a comic book fan you live in the New England area, go check out The Outer Limits in Waltham.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a big fan of the new space.
2: Yeah, when they moved down the street they moved with down the big the Green Lantern uh, yeah. statue in the window and yeah. all that. No, I like the old space, but, but it's so, a great comic book store. Steve is awesome. Tell him Jamie Jamitkowski sent you, okay. and uh, it won't get you any discounts, but he'll say, oh, yeah, I know
1: him. And you bagged and bored all just. I bagged and board uh, all of it. Damn right you yeah. did.
2: Uh, at the height of my collection, I think at last count, I think it was like twenty three thousand and change hard Amazing. copies of wow. of comic books, I'll sitting get. on pallets and boxes in shrink wrap. Just just licking my chops and just waiting. Well, that's actually back in the day. That's yeah, w- when Scotty Slade got me to stop hating him. Yep. Uh, was because we used to go back and do ring crew at one of my old warehouses. And somehow we found out, I found out that he was a comic book fan. I said, oh, walk this way. And uh, we went over, and I showed yeah. him the comic book collection, and he went banana for it. Yeah, was it pretty was, it was nuts.
0: So now is it in the will? Did you, are you, because, I mean, I'm assuming he's going to die soon. With the, with his the new eating habits. I mean, you see what's on this table? It's m ms and beef
2: jerky. This guy's, this guy's going. <laughs> and pretzel rods. That's <laughs> I, I've hit, I've hit, I've hit yeah. protein, I've hit dairy, and I've hit starches. This yeah. is a balanced meal. That's good. Yeah. So. So that's how I started. That's how I started collecting, yeah. and then as I've gotten older, I've kind of upgraded what I collect. I've actually stopped collecting actual comics now, and now I've kind of gotten more into some action figures, some statues. Yeah, and then I have my grand plan of what I want to buy next. Nice. Um, it's a Batmobile. No, <laughs> it's not a Batmobile. <laughs> I was gonna say a full Bat suit. I have two. Oh, I, have two I have two on. Bat suits. I have a 1989 oh. classic, and then I also have, and I actually liked it because in uh, grad school stories I can't tell. Because um, I'm married with a child now, <laughs> I actually have the Val Kilmer uh, sonar suit, which is all gray with kind of like the textured no nipples, but yeah, textured textured bat on it, and that was that was awesome in grad school, uh, like Halloween so and stuff. Oh my god, it was so awesome! I don't know best if best costume ever. I don't
0: know if he's told you this story, but uh, Jay and I went to film school together. That's how we end up knowing each other is we went to film school together. His thesis film is a Batman fan film that he did. Called Batman Consequences. We have the poster in our house, and I've located a copy of the DVD in which
2: he plays Bruce Wayne and Batman. You know what, Slade? From from my old chaotic wrestling days, I'm still very well connected with Chunky's Theaters. Um, we have to yep. do a screening how, of this. Do you know at how Chunkies. long it is?
0: Uh, it's like twenty minutes to that, a that, half hour. That's that's we solid. Can do that. Yeah.
2: What you know? We talked about it earlier, and I am getting confused. But we we talked about doing like an event. Yeah. What we should do is we should do like a pay per view at Chunkies. Yep. We'll do a pre and post, but before the pay per view, we'll play we'll we'll play this on the big screen. Yeah. We have to make this happen. I like it.
0: I think we should do it. Um. Yeah. And so he has the full he has the full Batman get up as well, and in addition to the movie, when he was filming it, he had a ponytail.
1: I gotta
2: see this. I, I, I that makes me want to puke and watch it all at <laughs> gotta the same see time. This. Yeah, it's what, amazing. What about
1: you, Slade? So w- when I was a kid, um, the the cartoons were always on. the The toys were always there. Um, but like we we never knew like an outlet of uh, comic books. Um, at the time, I was also really into baseball. So baseball cards were like a thing. It was like the thing my dad and I did.
2: I thought you meant playing it. And I was gonna. I know. I played.
1: It. I played baseball as well. Yes, yeah, so I'm actually you know pretty talented when it comes to baseball.
2: Yeah. Really?
1: Yep. Oh, that's fun. Better baseball player or wrestler? <sighs> better baseball player. Be- really? Because well, I, yeah, I believe that actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm a better baseball player, but I think I'm my charisma comes out better as the wrestler. You don't go to watch me physically; <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you go to watch right, me no, animated. Anyway, um, and so at the when my dad started taking me to a, this different um, card shop, that's where they had like these small section of comic books, and um, my dad had bought me a reprint of the uh, Giant X Men. Uh, one where they introduced like Colossus and yeah. things of that nature. And uh, Spider-Man number one, um, not the original Spider-Man, one of the, the reboots. And then from there, it just started to spiral out of control. And as I got older, it was driving all around to different type of comic shops. Like the rubber chicken, I think, is somewhere uh, in like middle mass. Um, uh, and then there was only like a couple local comic shops near me that unfortunately I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, comic vault, maybe. Uh and then yeah, it's just long boxes, short boxes, you name it, it's slowly turned into statues through uh sideshow and um and then it just kinda spiraled out of control from there.
2: So Now you you didn't go get comic books at the uh, store where your grandmother used to buy kino tickets for you at Christmas? No, so the kino t- <laughs> the kino tickets were strictly at the, the uh, corner store. No for Christmas, his grandmother used to give him kino tickets as a present. That's but okay. wait, no no no. Okay. It was winning kino tickets. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't give me like Losing keynote tickets. Yeah, she give you winning keynote tickets. Yeah, winning. Tickets. Ke- yeah. winning,
0: winning Why would you just give him cash? Because she didn't have the cash on her. <laughs> yeah, but he's it. a minor; he couldn't go cash him in. No, 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 it's, it's fine. You know? it's it's like she can go, go with him. We've See, so no, this is the type of thing my grandmother would do it too. It's to it's a ploy to spend time together. Yeah, because she's going to give him the keynote tickets, but then she's going to have to go with him to cash the
2: keynote tickets. But then do what my grandparents did and give me scratch tickets, and then you scratch them together. That's quality time. Yeah, but that's not, Yeah, but that's not guaranteed to win. But that's part of the fun. I'm glad she didn't. Seeing how bad I'm a
1: gambler now, oh, man, that would have just started me even younger. I would have been jonesing for cash. Oh.
0: Um, I'm really good at roulette. Nobody's no, yeah, nobody's, roulette.
1: Yeah, that's not a game of skill. It's, it kind of is. But, so not to go off track, right? So we, we kind of all have our backgrounds, uh, but there's a common theme here. And the common theme is we all get introduced at some point, and we ended up going to like a, a comic shop. Yeah. Now, real quick because of this, do you have like a favorite comic character off the top of your head? Yeah, Captain America. Batman. Okay, mine's Green Lantern, but regardless. Is it really? Yeah. He's a good one. He's a good one. Uh,
0: Hal Jordan, John Stewart, Hal Kyle Gordon. Renner?
1: Yeah, no, just just Hal. Okay. Just, just Hal do you like any
2: other ones or did you get angry? At uh,
1: Guy Gardner, but then the other guys uh, not so much. Um, but the the one theme is, is we all got into it through comic shops. We all had that yeah. like yes. outlet outlet where we were able to talk to uh what we thought was somebody of great stature that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> ran this sure. building of glorious sure, stories. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Until we got older, and we are like, oh, hmm. Because even you and I joked at one point that we open up a comic shop. And yeah. It's just, financially, just does not no, make sense. It, it, I think you'd hemorrhage money. But See, but,
0: but you, do like Meltdown in, uh, you do like Meltdown in Los Angeles, and that's where they run Nerdist out of. So... Uh. So, are you familiar with this at all?
2: No, no. So, Melt- has no idea what six of those words just meant. <laughs> yeah. So, Meltdown
0: Comics <laughs> is on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles, yep. And they're a very, very large comic book shop, and they sell statues and all sorts of memorabilia and all sorts of stuff like that. Out of the back of it, they have a very small theater that the Nerdist Podcast Network runs all of their shows out of.
1: Oh, so, if we get the I have yeah. new
0: age insiders to run I want to run a comic book shop so bad because I just want to do that like basically so Jamie,
1: you got two guys that want to run a shop.
0: I have an inventory
1: of comics you have the starting money. inventory yeah yeah,
0: so basically, what I want to do is is we should open up a comic book shop, add in a a video game slash board game element, and then yeah that's that's. We'll we'll put the nei network out of the back. We'll uh, we'll
1: we'll put that down on paper so this way we can pitch yeah. it to them. So if I think not, I said I think the, you
2: guys should put together a business plan. There's a,
1: there's a stamp talk? in the other room that we can get him to just sign it. Right. Without well, here's knowing. the thing: you
0: distract him. I'll go <laughs> in there. I'm
2: gonna get the stamp. <laughs> <laughs> good good,
1: good <laughs> plan. Um, but so the common ground is it's that type of aspect. And so what I wanted to ask you guys is: so a trend that's been happening over the last few years, as of right now, it has not directly hugely impacted comic shop sales but it has affected some um, particular retailers, uh, writers themselves, their their type of income, but digital comics. So digital comics, is if, if for those that don't know, there's several applications that you can download your comics digitally. You can actually do it at a subscriber pace, and they'll automatically be downloaded for you, and you can kind of just read them that way on your iPad or tablet. The controversy is, is that if you look in other mediums, um, it's hugely affected it the way that you. I don't know if you guys do, but do you guys buy CDs anymore? No, I've never been
0: a big music guy. Do you guys buy DVDs
1: as much anymore? No, no. So now with the idea of streaming comic books looming and the fact that production costs for the companies is going down, um, this seems to be like the next big juggernaut to kind of kill the the paper approach. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thought into this. I don't know if you guys have preferences now. I know me personally, there was a stretch that Marvel and DC were putting uh, codes inside the comics so you could also read them, which was great for guys like me because I would bag and board it instantly and then just read the digital version so I didn't have to crease the, uh, the pages. Um, but it still stands the question, do you guys prefer digital or do you guys prefer the paper copies? I
2: actually, I'm all digital now. Oh, man. I will say, I like comic book shops still. I like bookstores still, but I have a Kindle. I have the Kindle app on my iPad, and I have the DC Comics and Comixology apps on my on my iPad too. I still like them. Um, I can, without getting into my, too much detail, I can think of there were a couple of times in my life when you know life wasn't exactly firing on all cylinders, and like the comic book store became the place to go to just kind of cheer up, step away. You could wander around. You were always insured, you know, let's face it, there's still a slight stigma about being a comic book reader, you know. I will openly I think that's admit, changed a little bit. I don't know. Bit. I'll be on a with lot ya. more now. I don't know. I'm still not gonna be sitting waiting for a business meeting yeah. in the yes. lobby of a ho- in the lobby of a building, or I'm not gonna be sitting on a flight necessarily and pull out a comic book and start reading. N- no, I but I still- guess at the same time, like if you look at the comic cons now. Yeah, but still, but still, I'm just saying mainstream. Yeah, I know what you mean. Whereas at least when you went to a comic book store, that was one place like you could still talk about it and, you know, react to it and have somebody there. You were among your people. Exactly. Exactly. But in terms of like convenience, no, I I love the digital because now it's like I'm getting on a plane uh, next week and I have a long plane ride. So I can like go in and just download a bunch of issues that I know I want to read, get some graphic novels and I can read. Because the other thing that started happening to me was, as I shared earlier, I was a big collector. And even at Outer Limits with Steve, I had a, I had a big list, a pull list. Because I would have my core ones. Yeah. And then what would happen is, okay, now like you'd get your offshoots of the core. Oh, God, yeah. I was up to, like, 27 titles a Me too. month. Yeah. But then what happened was, and, like, you, you brought up Green Lantern. Like, Green Lantern was on my pull list. And then... I forget if there was New 52. I yeah, forget so
1: when New 52 came out, you had the Red Lantern Corpse. they Green Lantern. The, blue. the, the yep, blue.
2: they started having the one My, my problem started to become great. I would go there like every three weeks now. And I would be coming home with like a short box full of comics. Yeah. Just right. like if I would miss one. Right. So now all of a sudden, the first thing I would always do is I would always sort them first. So, like in my family, boom, 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 sort them all. And what I found was happening was okay, I was reading all the Batmans. Batman's, yeah, right. Usually, mean, Justice League. I would read next, mm-hmm. but then, like, the further away I got from the ones I liked, I wasn't reading them, right. And comic books are expensive now. Now, oh yeah, cue old timey voice and music. They
0: are. No, they are.
2: Back Be- in my day, I remember when I first started collecting at Chris's Comics. I want to say they were. Some of them were still seventy-five cents. Most of them were like a dollar. Right now, you're talking two ninety-nine, three ninety-nine. Multiply that by thirty. That, that starts to add up for stuff I wasn't reading. Yeah. Right. And the resale value is not there anymore now. Th- that that right. industry's changed. Yeah. So that's why I did the switch to digital.
1: And so like the, the big stigma right now with the, some of the digital is two things. One, right, is a lot of the stories that we all said and how we got into comics was almost like a modified either pass down or you were able to stumble into these stores. If things start to go too digital, unless you're like Jamie and you have millions and millions behind you, the, the passing down of like comics – with the way a lot of like younger generations get into it is gone. The other part is the budgets may start to get cut because Comicsology is like the leader right now. And the way Comicsology works is they get seventy, they get seventy percent. Uh, Apple gets thirty percent of the comic sale. After that gets taken out, uh, Comicsology takes seventy percent, which means that the writer and artist get thirty percent. Left lefto- over, left over, left over. Y- now that's strictly Comicsology. If you go through direct with the Marvel app, the DC sure. app, then Apple only gets the thirty percent. But what's happening is, is you've got these indie artists that before they could go to a comic shop and sell their uh, sure. print copies straight up, but now if they try to go through Comicsology, they're getting peanuts on the dollar. And uh, yeah, so like it, it's it's a tough industry. It's getting tougher, and if it continues to go digital, I don't know what that means. For comics in that medium, I mean the movie yeah. industry
2: is going to keep it alive. But see, the two parts of that though is I'm going to counterpoint you on one of them: the passing down of comics. That's not how I got into it. I got into it through a TV show. My daughter is a big comic book nerd. You can catch her at, at Nikki Jimickowski on Twitter. Um, but she's a big comic book nerd, and actually, the digital format worked better. Did it because now when she was a kid, she had an iPad too. That's where all of her games and that stuff oh, were. Jeez, must be and, nice, and, right? As a Did kid, you hear this? Yeah. As yeah, a right. kid, she's still a kid, but as a kid, but no, you're going to learn very soon. Yeah, your daughter. How old was she when you bought her her first iPad? Well, remember, iPads as crazy as it sounds, iPads haven't been around as long as uh, my daughter has been. No, but about half her life. So, but but early on, no, I didn't buy her one, but I had one. Okay. And what you're going to find as a parent is as your daughter gets older, the
0: third generation iPad. <laughs> as your daughter gets older,
2: <laughs> yes, you can say you're not, no, electronic babysitters are great when you're in a restaurant. Yeah. So what you do is you bring your iPad, you bring your phone, you hand it off to her. Right. And I think it was because of the digital thing that now all of a sudden, oh yeah, especially I know DC like has, um, you know, more lines geared toward kids. Um, I think there's like DC superhero girls, there's Harley Quinn. Yeah. So it was very easy for me to get her hooked yeah. into it. Actually, you brought up earlier they had um. I was actually a big fan of um. And obviously, I was older, but the Justice League Unlimited cartoon, yeah, probably my favorite superhero. It's the cartoon extension ever.
0: It was the extension of yeah, that of that universe. That universe, yeah, but one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, it was so great. Um, personally, I like the actual books. So I ran into so like I when I went off to college and was like in college. Basically, I just like the both of you, I was getting 27 books a month, maybe oh, more, yeah. because you know, it started with like, oh, I'm just gonna get Captain America and then I'm gonna get Batman, and those are the only two that's like what it started with. Those are two of my favorite, and then it was like, well, then I'm gonna get the big, big events. Yep, and so well, now in order to get the big event, you know, I think one of the first ones that I ever had was um, House of M. Uh, right, so wow. now, so now, I'm reading House of M, and I have all of the main title House of M stuff. But then it's the X. I have to read the X Men, and I have to read yep. the Avengers, and I and have to read,
1: you know. As soon as House of M ends, Decimation starts, which means you got to follow it that way too.
0: Right, and so now all of a sudden it just balloons and balloons and balloons. And while that's happening on the Marvel side, it ends up happening on the DC side too because. The big event that I remember really, really loving and following was Batman Rest in Peace, which tied into Final Crisis. Yep. And so, I bought the volumes of the f- weeks leading up to Final Crisis, and it was like countdown to Final Crisis, and there were like four books for that. And then, yeah, yeah it, it was
1: uh, that was the fifty-two with uh, a yeah. issue a week, issue a week, and, and then and it, it was right. the year without Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, right? Yeah.
0: And so, like, oh god, it was
2: that the, was fifty-two. Yes. Not
0: the not the yeah not the
2: new fifty two, but it was labeled fifty two. But then there was a second one, which was Countdown to Crisis, which was another weekly. Yes. Yeah, those were two different ones. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And
0: so then I had final, you know, and then that I was like, oh, I love Green Arrow, and so I started following Green Arrow, and those ballooned and ballooned. And so then by the time I went to college, and I was just like, I can't afford this. I'm spending hundreds of dollars on these. You know what I mean? Like, and so I ended up following. Out, but I prefer the paper. Um, and now, what I end up doing is I don't need to be as up to date as I was, so I wait for the volume sets at this point. Yeah, but I prefer to have it in book form over digital.
1: I mean, I prefer book book form mainly because, and it's going to sound like corny, I guess, but the for me the the huge thing is really good cliffhangers, like uh, Astonishing X Men for yep. when Colossus came yep. back if you I reread it digitally, and the the problem is is the way to read digital is two ways: you do full pages, which then it's just a swipe, yeah, or it just goes panel to panel, which at that point you don't really know where you are right um so like I guess if that's like your sort of thing, but being able to turn that last page and seeing the full blown artwork of Colossus. Uh, the, the cliffhangers in paper form for me is a lot more jarring you know you're getting to the end right. so you're feeling agree that with you. tension I agree with you on that. like it's coming to the end it's coming to the end and
2: then all of a sudden you hit it it's tough to do that with the, the digital copies yeah um, especially digital collections because you're absolutely right I didn't realize it until you just said it like when I download a collection yep. like a run of stories digitally you're right. It does just blur together. Yeah, where I've actually right. looked back and go, "Oh, oh yeah, what issue am I in right now?" It's where, where do I where am I?
0: Uh, one of the biggest things that I'm following right now is Boom Comics Power Rangers. Okay, uh, and they had a fantastic arc where I don't. I'm assuming both of you don't follow that book. No, I not do not. That book. No. Uh, so they retold the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers arc of. Like them becoming Power Rangers and then the Green with Evil series from the TV show where the Green Ranger is evil and then he becomes a good guy. After that, they did they branched off completely from the main canon of the TV show and introduced a character called Lord Draken. And it was in like another universe and all this other stuff. But then the reveal of who that character is. Was on the back page, and I read them both. Yeah. And just like you were saying, being able to actually turn that page and have that reveal hits far harder than uh, being able to just swipe through it digitally. So, with on
1: that note, at least I think we should take a break. All right, because when we come back, I kind of want to go around the table because I'm actually very interested to hear your uh, top three. Um, but we're gonna <laughs> go around and we'll uh, we'll tell our top three favorite. Uh, Comic story arcs, comic stories, however you want to put it. And then, uh, then we can go into my pop quiz uh, that I have uh, written specifically like for this. Jamie. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. If, uh, so we will be this. right back, and you're listening to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network.
0: My name is Jason Maltop. I am Liam Strager, And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay pay-per-view rewards, exclusive shows. Why wouldn't you become a Patreon? And we will see you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock.
2: We out. Are you looking for a way to spice up your life? Maybe add some fun and excitement to the bedroom. Then check out BigOBoutique.com for everything you're looking for. Whether you want to shop for pretty lingerie and pajamas or are looking for sensual lotions and toys to try out, Big O Boutique has exactly what you need. And don't worry, our online store is easy to use and will help you find all the right tools for you and your partner. We carry a huge assortment of lingerie, lotions, and more, all shipped discreetly to your door. As a special offer for The Pops listeners, enter code Pops at checkout to save 10% on your order. That's P-O-P-S to save 10%. So go to BigOBoutique.com today. That's BigOBoutique.com.
1: For the Pops of the NAI Pop Network. I am Scotty Slade. I'm here with Jamie J. Mikowski and our guest this week, Liam Stryker. And we are talking about our top three favorite story arcs of all time in the comic book world. And I'm going to be honest, guys. I started putting this list together. I kept scribbling and scribbling and writing and scribbling and writing and scribbling because to me, anytime somebody asks for recommendations, I don't know where to begin and I don't know where to end. But I think I got my list. So, Jamie, you know what? I'm gonna start it.
0: Okay. Okay. I,
1: you know, I'm gonna start out because I'm. I want to make sure I want to get it, get it in before Jamie does. So, my number three of all time is actually the Hush arc from Batman. Yep. Uh, it it runs across eleven issues. The reason, at least for me, uh, outside of the story, uh, I'll try not to spoil too much, um, is because it it's one of the. It's few. It's twenty years s- old, right? Yeah, but you know what? Like, not that.
2: The, at least the way we, I think. We're, don't look at him like that. This on, what is no no hold on? I have a question what? for you. What is the what is the, the time range on spoilers? The comics been on for twenty years. You know, oh there's yeah, there's no time range on spoilers. But I guess my, my point is, is
1: if anybody's listened to this show and for whatever reason has, has never delved into Batman or, or read Batman, yeah, I would imagine that the the other book I'm going to mention, that you guys both have not read.
2: I'm just continue. I'm, I'm sorry. Go saying, ahead. You know,
1: you can do whatever you
2: want. You can do whatever you want. So for those of you who are listening to a podcast oh uh, my God. With, with wrestlers about pop culture and comics who, who haven't read Hush. Are you trying yeah. to say we've got a low audience? No, I'm just saying they're probably if they're, if they're probably read Hush if they're listening. Maybe they, Do you read Hush? I've read Hush. Of course he has. You know why?
1: Because Hush is good. Anyway, it's, it's a good cast of, uh, of uh, Batman villainry. You know what I mean?
2: It shows yeah. the whole spectrum. Yes. i sorry. You know what? Fine. Go ahead. You go, no, Hush me. is on my list, too. Oh,
1: Hush, okay.
2: Hush was, was going to be on my list. So I'll, I'll was it your now. number three? Um, no, it was probably going to be my number two. Really? Yeah. But I'll, I'll, since we're talking about Hush, no. I yeah. thought Hush was probably the best Batman story ever written. I think it was amazing. Hmm. From the art to the fact that they, they literally used every character in that current you know, Batman canon. But it was never forced. Like yeah. I don't think you ever felt in Hush yeah. that whether it was you know, Scarecrow, Riddler, Joker, whoever they, they, they got in there. It never fell forced. It was all organic, and it all led to something. There was a payoff at the end of everything. Love Hush.
0: Um, I don't know if this is on either of your lists, but I'm going to go out and say it just because we're talking about Batman right now. Uh, Most overrated storyline from Batman is The Killing Joke.
2: Yeah. I'll give you that
0: one. It's the most overrated one.
2: Uh,
0: Yes. Did Batman kill Joker at the end? Uh, no, but they share of the the moment at the end is very cool. Yeah. But the whole book is very overrated because basically the Joker says something to Batman, and they both just laugh.
2: Right, but then but, the laughter stops. Yeah, and the big theory is that Batman killed him. That yeah, but That's one of those I mean, inter- I, inter- I like the theories. Killing Joke just because of the the whole backstory with like
1: Barbara Gordon. Like I like that whole aspect to me is just I like that portion of it. See,
2: you know what I don't like about it. Honestly, about it, it reminds me of it's like um, what are these movies now? And I hate them too. Like I actually flipped by one of them. Like what was it? A uh, hostile last yeah, night okay. or, like kind of like modified gore horror. Okay. Yeah, you know, like, like torture porn it, is torture what torture porn. Thank you. That's it, what it, they it kind call of it. Falls <laughs> into that form. I love that stuff. <laughs> I love it. You know the, the shooting of Barbara Gordon that when she wasn't in her Batgirl suit, that was okay that she was actually shot. Well, just because not it's, because she was Batgirl, but because of her association with. But then all the stuff with
0: yeah, he's walking around naked in that funhouse. Yeah, fun house, yeah well,
2: then, but then Gordon's tied up and they're torturing him with the images of his yeah. daughter dying on the
1: floor. That I don't know. It's to me like it goes hand in hand with like death in the family, right? Like it's such a it's such a pinnacle point for a character that right. ultimate like Oracle became such a huge role that. I don't know if she becomes the same without that sort of huge
2: backstory. I don't think either of you were old enough. I actually voted in the uh, Ooh, death in the family piece phone of poll. Garbage. Mm-hmm. Of course, I did. <laughs>
0: you know what? Uh, Who'd you vote? What'd you I voted to save Robin. Oh, all right. I
2: voted to save
1: Robin. I want. You know what? I should have brought the the fourth epi- uh, issue in so that I could read the um, in the back of the book. He kind of explains like the outpouring against
0: uh, killing Robin.
2: I mean, yeah. to, to kill Robin at so, the time. So now, Liam, what, what was your number three on your favorite? Lists. Uh,
0: my favorite number three is probably House of M. Interesting. It's probably House of M. I mean, it's the first of my. Oh, actually, no. You know what my. You know what it is? It's Old Man Logan. It's okay. old... It's Old Man <laughs> right. Logan. switcheroo. Yeah. Um, I loved that arc. I thought it was great. Um, I loved it so much that I was disappointed with Logan the movie. Fair enough.
2: See, I was never and I am sure there'd be more marvels on the list. I never I collected marvels for a while. Could never really get into Marvel. Yeah. Like I got into some Avengers stuff. Um
1: Well, cuz Marvel like, was really good, really good at long-term yeah. continuity to the point that like X-Men, if you didn't read the Claremont stuff and like go that far back, yeah. they would be reference they would reference stuff from those comics and even like the early X-Force stuff and like um Apocalypse was even first introduced. They kept it so tight that like it almost forced you to go back so you could fully understand the stuff. At least with Batman, it would be hard resets. Yeah, so you could jump in at certain points. Couldn't do it though with X Men.
2: Yeah, yeah, like I said, never, never could really get into Marvel as much. I collected some Avengers. I collected some X Men. I don't think I've ever picked up a Fantastic Four in my life. Oh, uh, neither have I. Maybe, maybe a Spider-Man here and there, with the like the original Venom years. Yeah, uh, there are. Some, I, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say a lot of the Marvel
0: stuff. Uh, I have a, a couple of issues with um, because my issue with Spider-Man mostly is that they never let him fully become a hero. Like he always right. has this yeah. inferiority complex and. In spoiler, in a uh, no, in another in another <laughs> list that's going, another arc that's going to be on this list, Civil War, he finally turns that page, right, and he finally becomes this hero, and then they immediately cut his legs out from under him with Brand New Day, and is it's, that your number two? That is my number two. All
2: right, see, I like Civil War. I kind of sometimes I would jump back in for like events, but events. you touched on it earlier. The industry became event after event leads into another event, and you couldn't you just couldn't keep up and you had to give up.
0: Right. Well that was the that was part of what ended up happening and why I kind of fell off too was Civil War happened, Civil War was great, and then that turned into secret war?
2: Yeah. Or whatever. But
0: when the Skrulls invaded the Marvel Universe. And so it was cool because it gave them the opportunity to hard reset characters where it was like, well, we can kill this Hawkeye because this Hawkeye is actually a scrawl and we can bring back this other one. Yeah. And so we can, we can get rid of like, I Hank Pym, I believe was one of them. Yep. So they killed off Hank Pym and you find out that the yellow jacket that's been in this world right, yeah, for yeah. forever, uh, was a scrawl the scroll. whole time. So it erases the, uh, Domestic abuse?
2: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's
0: how they get rid of the domestic abuse, and then they bring back Hank Pym. So it's like, oh, he doesn't... That was a different guy, and it's not... See, you
2: guys mentioned one of my most disappointing ones. Actually, coming out of... I forget what it came out of, but that whole 52? Yep. hated the that, new 52. The, no, no, wow. not the new 52. 52, the weekly series. Oh, okay, yeah. That's when fun. it came... That one, because like you said, it was supposed to be a year without Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yep. And yet... Nothing really happened while they were gone. Like it was no. like a year without them, but it was a very calm year. You yeah. know, Black yeah, Adam it, lost his mind a little bit, but was, overall, it was just a push. Was pretty chill, it was just to know, push guys like back. Booster Gold and uh, other type of like the uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, a bunch of C listers, but, so. but the new Blue. But nothing happened.
0: No, nothing happened. Like like when there was happens, no
2: consequences. Right. What you want to have happen is you either want to have the C listers take care of the threat, right, or you want. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin at the end. Yeah, and Justice League International, and, exactly, man. Make, that's, make, yeah. make, the, make the save. So, See, yeah. the original Justice League International was awesome. That, that comic was tremendous. Because yes. I was actually young, because I was probably maybe early high school, if not a little bit before. <laughs> I was like 28. And it was, <laughs> and it was a completely different type. It was actually funny yeah. and all that stuff. I still remember um, Batman and Guy Gardner. One punch. Just one punch. Knocked him out with one punch. So, Slade, what was your number two on your list? So,
1: my number two was Why the Last Man uh, by Vertigo.
2: Oh, good pick. I forgot um, about that one.
1: Yeah, so for those that have never read it, so what happens is everybody in the world at, at one point that has a Y chromosome dies. Just instantly, just blood, boom, bang.
2: Um, <laughs> blood, boom, bang. Blood, boom, bang. bang.
1: This uh, one gentleman decides to live it with his pet monkey, ampersand, yes, yes. and they can't figure out like why he is still alive. Um, meanwhile, to add the love story aspect of it, his girlfriend at the time was in Australia um, when this catastrophic thing happened. So he, the story follows him trying to find out if his girlfriend's still alive. Meanwhile, the world is going in complete anarchy. The, some women groups believe that this was a decision by God, so they decide to burn off one boob, and they call themselves like the Amazons, and they pretty much kill anybody that's transgendered, who walks around trying to pretend to be men, um, anybody that looks like a man. Then there's other people that are trying to uh, figure out how to fix this so that the world can keep going on, and you just follow all around, and it ends actually pretty solidly. It's 60 issues, and it's kind of like what brought me back into comics.
2: Um, I'm glad you brought this up. Why, uh, Why The Last Man? It was the first one I ever read in graphic novel like, collection. Yep. It was the first one I ever read, because I remember going to The Outer Limits in Waltham, okay. and I was going to be traveling, and I said, you know, what's a good one for me to start on? And she's like, get this one. So I remember, I think I bought at the time, I'd maybe say volumes like one through five were out. Yep. So I bought like volumes one and two, and it was one of my summer sojourns. So I went away, and I finished those, and I'm like, oh my God, I've got to get volume three. And this is probably like pre Amazon, just instant order anything you want. Yeah, right. So I remember I was I was in Hawaii and I found a comic book store in Hawaii to go get like volumes three and four. So because it was it was so awesome.
1: Yeah, and that this is also the first comic I read. Have you read it?
2: No, really good stuff.
1: Yeah, it strays away. There's more of this stuff now out there, but it's straight away from. uh, It's kind of like why Walking Dead became so popular you were so invested in the characters that if any of them died, there's no, there's no superhero stuff. Like right, Once right, they're dead. gone, yeah. that's it. And so when he's in actual trouble, like anything can yeah. happen. Right. Um,
2: and so that's now, I have a question for you on a related topic. Do either of you on Fox watch The Last Man on Earth? No. I, I, st- I started to. That show sucks. I tried. <laughs> okay. Because you know what? I think it's spinning off of this. Yeah. Where I was wondering, is it going to be like... Like, a comedic version of Why the Last Man. And it kind of started that way. Yeah. Now, it just sucks. But the worst part is, do you know, I still DVR it and watch it? Yeah, of And course. I get angry when I watch oh it. Like, it's, I'm angry for 22 minutes. Yeah, okay. Every week watching it, I'm like, why okay. am I still invested in this? Now I just want to see what happens. Yeah. But I was hoping it was going to be more Why the Last Man. Yeah. No, the, I mean, there's still technically... Why they haven't done, like, a Walking Dead or a... Uh,
1: so, there's supposedly... Uh, there's also been rumors that they were going to... Uh, that's in production to do a TV show. There was, uh, at one point, what's his name from Transformers, the kid? Shia, Shia LaBeouf. That they were going to make a Actual movie.
0: cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yes, that they were going to make what? a movie with him. It's a
1: song. Oh. Um, that, that he was going to yeah, be the Yeah, they didn't lead. play
0: it down at the soda hop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so that's my number two. So, Jamie, what was <laughs> your number three? the
2: Supremes, though. <laughs> Woo, they yeah, used bad. to. I'm telling you, the s- Everly sisters. Anyway, um, my number two.
1: Well, the Hush <laughs> was your number two, I thought.
2: Yeah, no, well, well, I just went to it. Okay. it's one of my three, but two and three for me are interchangeable. My number one's a clear cut number one, so I'll yep. save that. Uh, my other one of my my secondary choices were way before both of your times. It, it is the new Teen Titans, the Judas Contract. Oh. Now, the Judas Contract. No, now before you scoff at me, no, I'm not scoffing. It was just the Judas Contract. The Judas Contract did a lot of things in the DC universe. It introduced a number of characters. One being. Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, the Terminator. Of course, that's where he came out of. As well as this is where we officially got to see Dick Grayson change from a retired Robin into his new character, Nightwing, which exists to this very day. Very and fun. I will tell you, um, I remember going to, like I said, the the five and ten store in in Andover. I'm gesturing to it right now because it's right down the street. But uh, I remember going down there, and there's a there's a moment in there where you find out that again. This is now 30 years old. Yeah. Spoilers. That's yeah, on you. Where Terra, this, what they did no! was Marv Wolfman <laughs> and George Perez, they jumped from Marvel, and Marv, Marv Wolfman took over New Teen Titans. And during this period in the 80s, New Teen Titans actually competed with the X-Men as the top title. And this was like when the X-Men were, were, were ruling the comic world. And so right around the time Kitty Pride came out, Marv Wolfman and George Perez said, well, we're going to bring in this character named Terra. Right. And she was a teenage girl. She was a troubled troubled teen, and the big payoff was they go to this one issue, and you find out she's a traitor. She's on the Terminators team, and I've read interviews since, and they go back, and they say, we don't understand. We literally told you every step of the way she was a traitor, and when you go back and read it in hindsight, you're like, yeah, they painted the picture, but you didn't want to believe it because she was a cute, blonde, teenage superhero, and nobody had ever done that before where, no, she was the big heel. And then the payoff was oh it was great you know they kidnap all the titans except for one uh, Dick Grayson escapes because he had retired and then he debuts Nightwing and then they then they go home with it it's awesome so
0: two things one I never read I, I read it later uh, but in the Teen Titans comics that or yep. the cartoon yep. that was a a big storyline for them um, have you seen the new cartoon version of it I have not so, so DC animated which is the better version of their film branch, uh, <laughs> That's they a, did unfortunately a fact. Yeah. They did Teen Titans: The Judas Contract. Oh, really? So I'll check it out. Yeah. So the good, the good adult version comic cartoon is
2: out, and they have it. It was one of the first times I ever remember when they did the payoff story where they revealed that Tara was a traitor. I remember reading it like being angry at the comic book. Amazing. Like being like literally being angry. I was so invested in it. Of no, how could they do this? Huh. She, it has to be a double. It has to be a double swerve. She's gonna no, yeah, she wasn't. She was just evil. Bitch.
1: All right, Liam.
0: Number one.
2: Uh, my did n- he give his number what was your number? Oh, of I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh,
0: Batman Rest in Peace is my number one. Um, the reason why oh, leave a little. The reason why it's my number one is because it's uh, the first Batman arc that I watched. I like I read on my own like month to month. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were no other, you know, a hush read it as a graphic novel and like we talked about earlier with the digital stuff, you can just plow through it and there wasn't that sense of like, oh, I need to wait to see what ends up happening. Um, and Rest in Peace was the first one. And it kind of ties into Final Crisis a little bit.
2: See, I hated Final Crisis. I didn't want to say this earlier. <laughs> yeah. I hated Final Crisis. I not want to bring it up, I but I hated Final well, Crisis. Well, getting
1: shot, man. Again, you know, it goes back
2: to... What it, was that voice? It's just uh, how you come
1: in. You know, I don't want to... I,
2: don't want to say it, I understand. And I was con- wait. I, I'm gonna. Co- I'm gonna confess. Just sit over there for a minute, it's like... I was confused by Batman Rest in Peace. Oh, really? Completely confused by the entire thing. Okay. Was this where he was like, uh, like homeless Batman, where he was Zarragul? Or, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. Rainbow colors. Yeah,
0: and, I loved it. Well, the, the reason I love that. So confused by the whole thing. So the reason I love it is that Batman is so crazy that if he goes crazy, he just turns into a crazier version of Batman. Have you read it? I. The had to have. What was
1: the... Do you know the numbers? It wasn't a side story. It was a no, major was, arc. No, it, it was a major it was arc. It Graham
2: Morrison, right? Yeah.
1: He wrote it? because hey, it, it was right around it the was, 666 where they introduced Damien, right? Like,
0: um, yeah, as so, the new Robin? No, so it was before that. before that. It was before that. Okay. Was before that. So uh, you find... I forget what that arc was where you find out that Bruce Wayne has a kid, so you find out about Damien. Yeah, because it was after... Um, it was I
1: had walked away from comics for a little bit. When I got back into it, I had up to... I think, like, 620, something after... Yeah. Right after Hush, There's was, like, what, Big City or something like that, uh, Broken City. Then they were already on issue, like, 690 to go into the big 700 issue. And so I had gone to, like, all these comic shops and bought all of the in-between issues and then just sat down and burned.
0: Right, um, yeah. And so this has happened... Re- the unfortunate thing for Rest in Peace is it happens during Final Crisis. So... This weird—it's like this weird thing, yeah. Where the end of they r- had to like rewrite the end of Rest in Peace because right. because the end of Rest in Peace dovetails into Final Crisis, right? Where Batman gets kidnapped by Dark Side, and so the end of it's kind of a little bit of a like a simulation almost. Yeah, there's a little Kabuki thing in the middle. Yeah, where, yeah, toward the, yeah. And I remember the so. Thing. Basically, the real end to Rest in Peace is Batman getting to the point where he has the gun to shoot Darkseid. Right. And so that's why, that, that's why I kind of throw them together a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you need the real end to Rest in Peace is in Final Crisis, right. where Batman dies, but then
2: is really just sent through time. Sent through time. Which is stupid. And he works his way back. And the, but and that was just so they could make pirate Batman, yeah, and just so they, Man, and Batman, Batman, and, and Victorian King. Batman, Return yeah. of Bruce Wayne, yeah. What was your number? What's your number one? Sky Slade? My number one is Kingdom Come.
1: Oh,
0: Kingdom Come, you is and I so are, good. You and I are on
1: the exact same page. Um, the reason for that was is uh, when I had gotten into comics, it was all very cartoony things like that. When Alex Ross had done the artwork for this, and not only that, but seeing Batman as like at the heel coming into this yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Um, and this was actually like my first real. Uh, exposure to um, Captain Marvel and seeing like the whole Shazam bit, yep. and just having him like hover over Superman and just keep saying Shazam is like lightning is just destroying yep. Superman uh, to the point that I have the Alex Ross um, Shazam statue. I also got issue three uh, signed by Alex Ross That's cool. and Mark Wade, and then got it CG'd. Um, uh, so that I've got all that in a display case because it was that particular comic and his artwork that got me so
2: much into the the DC universe. That's kind of just... I'm with you. That's my, that's my number one as well. Yeah. And I my, just... my favorite comic book yeah. of all time. I could actually argue I have a bit of a Kingdom Come obsession. I like the ultimate version, the absolute version. Yeah, it's... it's... Um, I actually have, if, if, we, if I went to my laptop right now, maybe it's on my iPad actually, I actually have a bookmark to a website where all it does is break down like, all the cameos and this yeah, and this in Kingdom Come. It, my favorite series of all time. And the reason I even like it now, because even that one has to be... Hold on. I always, I always have to picture times in my life. I was living in California, because I remember the comic book store I used to go to. Yep. Speaking of comic book Which stores. Was not Meltdown Comics? It was not. This was out in Glendale, California. Um, and I remember buying buying one of the issues out there. So, that's, uh, 20, uh, yeah. so we're talking 20, 25 years ago now, right? I'm 28, by the way. Yeah, I know. Kiss my ass. Um, Just want to bring that up. And, like, I remember being obsessed with trying to get that one. The reason I still like it now is, and this will happen to you guys someday, um, I'm going to go on an offshoot, then I'll yeah, bring it back in. Fine. So, recently, my daughter and I are in the car, and the Beach Boys song, Fun, 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 comes on the radio. Okay, and it's all about fun, 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 where, um, no, where this girl, uh, a, it sounds like a teenage, a young, a young girl, loses her driving privileges from her dad, and then her boyfriend comes and picks her up and takes her away in another car, and they're still going to have fun, fun, fun until right. her daddy takes a bird away. And I always thought of myself as the cool kid picking up the girl, and I now realize in my life, no, no, I'm now the dad taking the keys away and ruining all the fun. So the reason I still like Kingdom Come Now is, in my warped Jamie mind, uh, <laughs> sure. loving superheroes is all I have as much as I do in loving comic book storylines they're really if I'm going to compare myself to a comic book now, I'm more like the gray-haired ones in, in Kingdom Come than I am. You know, like if I think if you looked at a, at a Batman timeline, how old is Batman in storyline? What, probably early thirties. Yeah, 30s? I, I always thought like thirty-four. So that's ten to twelve years younger than I am. Now, have you read I'm Kingdom now, Come? I have. I own okay. Kingdom Come, but by by far, and so many little things. One of my favorite, and as much as I'm a Batman fan. One of my favorite comic images ever is issue one of Kingdom Come toward the back. Um, all the young heroes are being stupid, yep. And all of a sudden, the way they tell it is, what, they say something to the effect of a red and blue blur, um, a, a swift wind, and then they cut to Superman standing there holding like two of the two of the idiots, saving people again. Yeah. Oh my God! Such a good, such a good series. Yeah. Everything about it. Everything about that series. I'm trying to think. Of my other favorite moments that one. You nailed it. The whole uh, repeated Shazam. I like lost my mind. Like uh, I
1: became such a Captain Marvel fan after that. It, it and it's funny because w- reading that as my first initial introduction to the character and trying to go and find stuff to read. Yeah. Oh, it's like I get it, Billy. You're not nearly as awesome as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: it, I still it's still one of my favorites because of that. That's awesome. All right, so, what do you plan for us? What's this? I, I had a, a four-the-pops quiz mm-hmm. ready to go. So, we're going to roll right into it? You guys like, got your No, we'll take a break. And oh, then we'll man, come back. I'm so excited. No, we, 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 you know how we well, do I'll this. Well, I'll put what it are you this you, way: are you new I, will, here? I will
1: guarantee that there'll actually be points on the board before we get to the last question. I would, I would think so. I, I think. designed
2: this. I mean, this is a, the, 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 of course because you're not in it. No, so that's I mean, you've, got, you've got
1: people de- who actually know what we're talking about. I've designed once. this I quiz. I did well on the last one. I designed this quiz, so it's actually going to be relatively easy for both you guys, but slightly competitive enough that one's going to get edged out.
2: Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. So, so when we come back, when we come back, it's going to be Scotty Slade, my leading first us. ever, my first Ooh, ever. Baby. It's going to be Scotty Slade leading us in the For the Pops comic quiz right here on For the Pops on the NAI Pop. You know the New
0: Age Size Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following any iPod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard.
2: Hey everyone, this is Jamie from the For The Pops podcast. You know, on our show, you hear me talk all the time about undercoverwear, chaotic wrestling, and a lot of the other companies I've started or worked for. Over the course of my 20 plus year career, I've helped dozens of businesses and literally thousands of individuals reach their personal and financial dreams. And you know what? Now I want to help you. If you have a small business, a family-owned company, or maybe just a great business idea, reach out to me. Maybe you're looking for a job and need some help with your search or rewriting your resume. Just let me know. Who knows? Maybe you're a pro wrestler or a pro wrestling promoter who needs some tips on growing your role in the industry. Well, I can help. Check out our website. It's ohana.com. That's O-H-A-N-A-N-E.com. Or just go to forthepops.com and follow the link at the top of the page. My company, Ohana Enterprises, we offer everything from individual coaching, to marketing packages, to website design, and even more. Our only goal is to give small businesses and individuals the boost you need to succeed. So check us out at OhanaNE.com and let us help you make your dreams a reality.
1: on the NAI Pop Network, and I never thought I'd lead into this segment, but I am Scotty Slade, and I am bringing you the For the Pops Pop Quiz with Jamie Jimikowski and Liam Stryker. Now guys, like, uh, like, I know you did the chaotic one, but that was more because you and the adult were the owner, so it was like kind of a given that you guys had to go against each right. other. and to be
2: fair, I know nothing about chaotic wrestling. So but, that, that's one of those things where I think it just all oh, blurs together yeah, after a little right, while. Right, right, right. But I'm ready. I'm excited for this.
1: All right, guys. I tried my best. I was hoping those were the answers on the back. I was totally (laughs) going to cheat these (laughs) now. No, those are my notes for the top three. Um, All right. So I tried to put this together. All formats of life. Yes. All right. So here we go.
2: Question. you keeping score? Do you have something to keep score with over there? Yes. I'm not keeping score for you. No,
1: no, no. Don't you worry. I'm going to keep score. Question number one. In the comic books, what was the name of the person that killed Batman's parents?
2: Both got this one. I'm okay. yeah, confident.
1: Uh, Jamie, we're going to start with you. It's Joe Chill.
2: It's Joe Chill. It's Joe Chill. Joe it Chill is. is. All right. <laughs> See, I guarantee that you guys would all both right. start off with a point. <laughs> That's good.
1: See, I'm doing all right.
2: See, he's too nice. I would have been like yeah. the person got was Joe Chill. What kind of gun did he use? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't want to don't
1: derail you guys. All right. So, normally on this show we talk about movies. Yes. And we're going to bring up movies. Ooh. All right. Now, uh, this is not a multi-point thing, and I'm going to be a little generous. So, in 2018 and 2019, there is a potential five movies from the DC Universe that are going to be released. Okay. Can you name two of them? 18 and 19? Correct. I should. I was going to originally have you guys name three, but there's a lot of controversy with one of them. You need both to get the full point. There's no half point. Okay.
2: Alright, my two answers are above the line because I wasn't sure how you were going to count the third one. Okay, so who right. goes first? I went first last time. Liam,
0: uh, I went with Flash. Uh,
1: I went with Flashpoint and Aquaman. Alright, we're, we're not going to use cartoons, so I can let you redo another. Uh, I'm pretty sure Flashpoint is. Uh, I, know know I know what you're talking about. Okay.
2: <laughs> See, I would give him the point on that. All right, I'm going to give, think, I'm think gonna th- give th- Liam the point. I'll explain why in a second. You? I did Aquaman and Captain Marvel. Yes. Only because I wasn't sure if you're going to count Batgirl because Joss Whedon just quit and I wasn't sure. No, so right now, as of right now, for
1: 2018 and 2019, the five movies that are on the board, the confirmed ones are Aquaman and Shazam yep. and the second Wonder Woman and that's right uh, towards the end of 2019. The one where it's up for debate with that is Flashpoint was either going to be Justice League 2, which is supposed to come out in June of 2019. Okay. They're not sure if it's going to be that. It might switch to Suicide Squad 2.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: those were the potential okay. five. And then right in January was, uh, I think it was like Superman 3. Something, something No, that. Now,
2: have any of you seen the leaked photos of the Shazam outfit? Yes. No. Have you seen it? Who's Zachary Levi? He's gonna be. Ooh, that looks weird.
0: Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm.
1: See, but the problem is, I don't put much stock into that because, unfortunately, with the way DC Universe does it, they yeah. tone the colors down. Right. That that might come out more maroon than anything else. Oh I'm yeah. I'm
0: fine either way. Well, it's gonna be a lot darker. I don't understand why they.
2: I, I don't understand anything that I don't. They do. I, I I'm glad Brian Fury's not here. I, I've run out of my energy to defend the DC Comics movies. They're terrible. All right, guys. <laughs> Justice League wasn't bad. Wonder Woman was awesome. You know what? I liked Wonder Woman. I didn't see Justice League. Justice League was good. I, I liked Suicide Squad too, except for one major. Part I saw of it. Suicide Squad twice. You should, you should check out I liked Justice League the, 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 uh, I, think I like Suicide it, Squad. thing they don't like about Suicide Squad was I thought like the big bad was terrible. Was terrible. Yeah. If they had done one thing differently, which we can talk about later, yeah. so it's not to waste everybody's time. Yeah. Well, yeah they fixed right. the big bad. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Um, <laughs> um what's her name? The witch? No, uh, Harley Quinn. Margot uh, Robbie, yeah, awesome. Yeah, she's I'm sorry. That's okay. I also question. love
0: Jared Leto. Question, yes, question number
1: three, three. Uh, excluding oh boy, the two big heavy hitters of Green Hour on the Flash. Name four other DC-inspired TV shows that are currently running. Oh, this one is a potential four points.
2: You said currently. When does this one air?
0: <laughs> I, think, I think we said you that did, did you do the same <laughs> thing.
1: No, it's it currently as in it's airing right now, not to be aired.
2: I think by the time this airs, it will have oh, to man. be aired.
1: Oh, that's probably not going to be on my list.
2: That's all right. He and I are going to agree on that one. But um, yeah. hold on.
1: There's no way. I put it this way: This one I thought was like a Jamie. How many type do I have question.
2: to? How many did you have to name?
1: Four. I probably should have done three to make it easier, especially when I took off Green Arrow and Flash because I figured you guys would just default to that.
2: Yeah, I would have. Yeah, me too. All right. All right. Yeah, go ahead. So I have Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Supergirl. Uh huh. I have Black Lightning. Wow. I claim that Krypton should be counted. <laughs> I because I believe this episode is going to air. Somewhere around the 24th. Yeah. And, and this and what is debuting... Was, I saw you write a fifth. A Teen Titans. Of some sort. <laughs> like a cartoon? <laughs> so,
0: uh, First of all, it's Teen Titans Go if you're going for that reference.
1: Uh, are you, are you
0: going to uh, so allow Krypton to be used? I also used Krypton. Then, then I will allow... But wait, so what were your other ones? Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, yep. Gotham, and Supergirl.
1: Yep.
2: Okay. So if we both use Krypton, I think it counts. That's fine. You each get
0: four points.
2: Gotham, I forgot. Yeah, I was I, very I, disappointed I since sef- like the first episodes.
0: I, f- I forgot about Black Lightning.
1: So the other... No, I was very surprised you had Black Lightning. I was, I was blown away. Preacher's Preacher is one of them. Oh, okay. oh Preacher. Walking Dead. Uh, no, I did not count Walking Dead because it's... Uh, American
2: Gods, would that have counted? Or was that not... No, that wasn't DC. I, I no. Zombie and Lucifer. Oh, oh yeah. the other two. And you guys... Know what about the, the short-lived...
0: Oh, it's on airing now. I was going to say short-living Constantine.
2: Yeah, no. yeah, that was He's on uh, Legends of Tomorrow and uh, Arrow now.
1: Wow, I'm impressed, guys. We are See? tied right now. This is like a at... Scotty Slade <laughs> quiz, we get answers right before the end. All right, so we covered movies. <laughs> yep, we covered TV shows, oh, boy. music,
0: manga. thought uh, is always going to
1: be, you know, <laughs> yeah. Superfriends greatest. It's a, it's a seal question. No, um, <laughs> so because Here's we're
0: going s- <laughs> <on> to, <the gray. laughs> we're
1: going to stick with the uh, DC oh. comics still, because clearly this is DC for Jamie here. Can you guys name me the top-selling DC comic of
2: 2017? No, no, I cannot. I leave top-selling DC comic mm-hmm. 2017. Yep. Title, not issue. Title. Jamie, I'll let you go first. I did Batman with a bat signal. Oh. Hoping, so hoping I can get...
1: Batman actually came in third. Uh, their, Batman's 24th issue sold 132,618 copies.
0: Um, I went with Harley Quinn because I think that she had her own book. So Harley Quinn is not in the top three. The number two book was The Doomsday
1: Clock. I don't know if you guys awesome. have oh. seen the Arbor. That's our hun- That sold 158,603 copies. But the number one was Dark Knight's Metal which sold 278,276. Really? Now, for those that don't know, because I didn't know it was I, this didn't, titled, I don't know. I this, know it. The story involves Batman discovering a dark multiverse that exists beneath the DC multiverse. Oh. It is revealed that the dark multiverse is connected to the core multiverse through mysterious metals that Batman has encountered over the years. His investigations eventually result in him releasing seven evil versions of himself yeah, and so from I, the Dark Multiverse to Invader. I,
0: wa- I read the, all of the Dark Ones. Um, I forget. They all have different names. But the Joker Batman is the coolest. So basically. No. Yeah. So have you read these or uh, yes. no? Oh, I loved <laughs> yes, the I Joker Batman. My, I, no. I Let me it. tell you something.
2: Remember when Batman used to hide in the shadows and fight people in alleys? Yeah. No, now he's finding dark multiverses that exist under the multiverse that are tied in. No. Well, that's... It's selling like hotcakes right now. Yeah. Literally
1: almost 100,000 more. we'll
2: have to do a different show another night or another day. Because the Batman Who Laughs? Where we talk about why Jamie hates Watchmen. Never liked Watchmen. I never liked Watchmen either. I thought when you were talking about the most overrated ever, I think Watchmen is up there.
0: Oh, Watchmen is up there too. Killing Joke and Watchmen. Who wrote Watchmen? What's his name? Um, Um, Alan.
2: No. Alan Moore, uh, Alan Moore, right? Yeah, Alan Moore. Because he, yeah, he, he, he wrote Swamp Thing. Yeah, yeah the yeah. king of... If I just add a lot of words to it, it's a good comic book. No, you're writing a novel is what you're doing. You're writing a novel <laughs> with pictures. Stop it.
1: <laughs> all right, guys. So, to end the quiz, Ooh. just like the Jamie does every week. All right, the back and forth. We're back and forth ending a list. Now... <sighs> I'm going to lose. <laughs> no, I think this one I think is going to go right down to all 25. So, there's a website. Make sure Jamie doesn't pull out his secret bat phone. Oh. <laughs> there's a website, and it's called Ranker. Okay. Okay. okay Ranker allows the fans yeah. to upvote and downvote uh, different sort of topics. Okay. So I picked none other than Batman villains.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: All right. And so this is the top 25 according to Ranker. This is the and, – and I made sure – and there was plenty the, – over 1,000 votes on each one of these.
2: Okay. Right. right. The, I'm excited li- for I this.
1: stopped looking after, like, number 40. Um, I actually wrote down some of, like, the ones I was surprised that were so low. But, so here we go. The top 25 <laughs> Batman villains. Magpie. <laughs> <The> calendar man. <laughs> now, the, the the problem is, I don't know how to start this. There's an odd number, but if this goes the distance... So, Jamie, I'll let you decide. Do you want to go first? You know, uh, yes, I want to go first. Right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, he's my co-host. I see yeah, you that's every fine. week. fine. So. I was
0: going to let him go first anyway. Joker?
1: Okay, let's check the list. Make <laughs> oh, sure it's on, on there. Don't,
2: don't you know...
0: We all, number one we all have is dinner the plans.
2: Joker. Can we keep this moving?
0: Uh, Two-Face.
1: Number three is Two-Face. Catwoman. At number eight, Ooh. Catwoman. The Penguin. At number ten is the Penguin. Oh, wow. Bane. At number five is Bane. Zaz. Zazz.
2: He didn't make top 20. At number 24. Yeah! Is Zazz. Wait, what number are we going through? The top 25. Oh, man, (laughs) you got an under the gun on that one. (laughs) Uh, Harley Quinn.
1: She's on here. Give me a second.
2: All right, take your time. At At number nine, Harley Quinn. The Riddler. At number two. One. Okay, that's, the two, all right. Right, was, so that's who number two is. Yeah, I was like, who's two? Um, Killer Croc. I
1: know he's on here. Mm, at number 13, Killer Croc.
0: Poison Ivy.
2: Oh, good one. At
1: number seven, Poison Ivy. Liam is really hitting that top ten. Yeah, he
2: strong. is. And 24. And 24. <laughs> Raish al Ghul.
0: Number six. Clayface.
1: Ooh, number 16. That's,
2: okay. Oh, uh, Scarecrow. Number
1: four.
2: Wow, he's higher than I thought he would be. He is higher than I thought he would be. Um, Falcone. No, 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 no. Is that my opening? He is not yes. on what?
1: the list. Okay. All right.
2: Now I have an opening. So I just got to think this out. Don't overthink it, man. Oh, God, I'm going to overthink it. Uh, I, um, I already overthought it. Oh, no.
1: Wow, there's still a lot of big names on here,
2: too. I'm, I'm sure... Uh, Mr. Freeze.
1: Number 11, there Mr. Is. Freeze. Um, so right now, you're up by one. He's up by and one. i by one. Uh, is it... I,
0: I, I'm going to get... Are you up n- by
1: one or are you up by two? I'm or up by one. one.
0: Yeah. I'm going to get this wrong, and it's going to okay. be for the name, but I want to say it's Scarface the doll.
2: I know who you're talking about. It's it's the Ventrol Quest, and he's not In on Scarface. there. Yeah, uh-huh. really, the Ventrol Quest isn't on there. There's 25, and he's not on there. Wow, wow. I'm, I'm
1: wondering who the hell else made this list. So uh, again, um, this is this is a list across many platforms. By the way, okay, yeah, okay. was that a hint? Um, I just uh, when I saw one of these names, I had to look it up, and I kind of understood why people upvoted him as much as he did.
2: Gotcha. Okay, so back to me. Yep. So Ventrol Quest was not on the list. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Um. Okay, not want to make this guess. Manbat.
1: Manbat, number 22. Oh. Jamie is up by two. There's still one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten more names on the list. Yep. Right. Jamie is still ahead by two names, though.
0: Yeah, he is. Um, I'm going to go with. Who are you gonna go with? I'm gonna go with
1: Calendar Man. Calendar Man. So Calendar Man is on the list at
2: number forty. Very oh. surprised
1: to see him up there so high. <laughs> oh, Calendar but he Man. is not in the top
2: <laughs> <laughs> twenty-five. Poor Calendar Man. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot because I've got a I've got a two point lead, so yeah. I can afford to yeah to to. to, to Lex Luthor. No, Lex Luthor's not oh, on the list. Oh, see, I thought when he, when he told us across platforms, platforms, yeah. So he said, you know what that teaches you? T- t- don't listen to Scotty Slade during yeah. the Pops quiz. Well, because
0: then I would think uh, The Phantom from Mask of the Phantasm. That, that's a good guess.
2: That is a good guess, yeah. but unfortunately,
1: he's not on the list. What about
2: Talia Al Ghul?
1: Talia Al Ghul, number 19. Jamie
0: by yeah. 3. Yeah.
1: Um... Who else? Who Platform, else? I meant more like media, like different types of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I right,
1: know. I have some other guesses.
0: Yeah. Now mm. I'm getting comfortable.
1: So there's. Yep, I'm you're th- yep. You're now by. Yep. You're by three. Now I'm throwing up threes. Three. Oh. And now there's only nine names left, which means yeah. at this point, I mean, there's still plenty of plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. And, th- and there's
2: <laughs> listen to you stalling. So I
0: lose.
1: I'm not oh. stalling. It's just so we don't have dead air when he. Right. Because well, I'm thinking.
0: thinking. I can't think of any other. It's uh,
1: crazy.
2: <sighs> Clock.
0: Oh, the Mad
1: Hatter. Mad Hatter at number 21. Oh,
2: wait a minute. I don't like that. Now all of a sudden you just came in with Mad Hatter.
1: Um, it's funny because we've actually said some of these names. Yeah, I figured. I,
2: I, I'm trying to go Hush. Yes,
1: Hush, number 17. All right. mm. uh, the Court of Owls. Number
0: 25. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. King Tut. No. Oh <laughs> damn it! I still want to <laughs> think that's the black hand. Uh,
1: no, no. that's not correct. He's not on the list.
2: However, the black mask black mask is. is at number oh, twenty. Yeah. Thank you for giving me that one. Yeah, back to,
1: back to three, and there is one, two, three, four, five on the list. So you still technically have a chance. Oh, yeah. but if Jamie <laughs> Good. Jamie gets a couple more, you'll be mathematically <laughs> locked out. Yep. Um. I have another one of mine. Ready to go. Number 12. This 14, is, 15. Oh,
0: Doctor Strange. Hugo Strange. Correct. Wow. Hugo
1: Strange. Wow. That's why I was referencing how the platforms really came big through the uh, video game series. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Hugo, think of that. Hugo Strange got oh, I didn't of think attention that. Good,
2: that way. Oh, good call. Yeah. That was a very good very good pickup there. So,
1: Jamie, you're up by two.
2: And I just lost the one I had in my head. And
1: there's four left.
2: Wow, I have one. I know it's wrong, so I don't think I'm going to go with it. Although I'm starting to run out of ones to name. Oh, boy.
1: The pressure would be on if you got one. But you're up by two right now.
2: KG Beast.
1: No.
0: (laughs) Damn
1: it. KG KG Beast. Beast. Nope. Here we go, Liam. Uh, The Red Hood. At number 14.
2: (laughs) What happened? (laughs) What happened? lead is evaporating here. Three names left oh, on the
1: list. I, man, my lead is evaporating oh. here. Three names left on the list, Jamie. You're up by one.
2: Okay, all right. All right. Calm down. you got to go for gold. Calm down. Killer Moth. No. Ooh. Uh, Killer Moth Firefly. On? No. Oh, thank goodness. I got nervous <laughs> on that one. Um. All right. Hold on. <sighs> I said Clayface. Clayface covers all the clay faces, right? Yes. yes. there yes. can't be more clay faces. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Good God! No, no, no. no, you're up
1: by yeah, you got to be up by one. Well, I'm, up it, by, I'm up by one. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's three yes. names left. I'm just saying hypothetically there could be a tie, but it doesn't make sense to me because it's uh, twenty-five names. We're starting names. to
2: grasp at straws here. So, uh, d- 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 wow, this is getting rough now. Um, so villains, top Batman villains. Um, uh, Joker, uh, Penguin, we uh, I can't believe King Tut wasn't on there. That means Egghead's not going to be on there. Um, the old sixties. Yeah, I show, remember you know, Egghead. Yeah. To, uh, I think tra- I got one. To grasp, uh, I mean, I can't keep stalling. So I mean, I guess I, I can pass. No, see, no. no. I, ha- I have to guess somebody. Guess somebody. All right. Um, Solomon Grundy. Solomon Grundy, eh? Is Solomon Grundy is he on
1: there? Solomon
0: Grundy at number twenty-three.
2: Ooh. No, snuck in on that one. No,
0: uh, I'm gonna go Azrael.
1: Uh, no, but good guess. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Jamie, uh, you you are actually mathematically uh,
2: have I locked it? Have I yes, won? The victor.
1: That's why. That's why it didn't make sense to me. But you actually had one more the whole time, so you weren't up by one when we were. Okay. And that's it. Yes. So, Jamie, you did yes. win this week's For the Pop pop quiz. Just the other two names. Who else was left? Um, I was actually surprised Jason Todd was at number 35, by the way. Well, he said Red Hood. Him. He said Red Hood, but if you remember. Oh, there's
0: multiple people that have been the Red Boo. Hood.
1: Anyway. Deadshot was number fifteen, uh, yeah. and Deathstroke was number twelve. Oh,
0: oh that's All weird because right. I—it's yeah, weird because he somehow became a Batman villain when he's actually a Teen Titans villain. Yeah, yep. yeah,
1: which is strange. Yeah. Well, luckily he didn't in, come into play. So. And Deadshot, I just forgot about. The Solomon Grundy one, I had to look up because I like vaguely no, but like that's yeah. weird.
0: Hmm. He was in Hush. No. no. Yeah. He was also in the Arkham series. Mm. Yeah.
1: So there you go, Jamie. Wow. You got a win under your belt. Wow, finally.
2: Woo. Feels good. Woo!
1: Alright. Well, with that said, Liam, thank you for being on
0: the show. Thank you for having me.
1: As always, I am Scotty Slade. I am joined by my Nightwing, Wing, Jamie J. Mikkowski. And you've been hey, what? No, that's not how it works. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. As always, I'm Scotty Slade. And you've been listening to my female Robin here. Wow. Oh. Really? Just like the Dark Knight Returns, we will be back in a couple weeks with another episode of For the Pops. On the NEI Pop Network, same pop time, same pop channel.